Hey guys, welcome to On the Vine, episode 8, I think. I literally have no idea. I think. <laughs> we took a week off, so now we're, like, confused. Yeah. Um, so, this episode is titled, What to Look For When You Are Dating for Marriage. Um, so, basically, Christian dating is um, is the gist of it. Um, so, we're both pretty excited about this episode. If you've been listening to any of our other episodes... <laughs> Honestly, even if you just listen to like 10 minutes of any, any of the other ones. Or then, just listen to us talk. <laughs> yeah, if you just have met us once, <laughs> then you know that we talk a lot about relationships. Um, between the two of us, we have a lot of experience being in difficult relationships or uh, being in relationships, um, the wrong relationship, chasing after red flags instead of green flags. Uh, just, just lots of dating trials between the two of us. Um, and I say this out of humility, hopefully not out of pride, but I think that God has blessed us both with a lot of knowledge and wisdom on the subject because of the experience, Mm -hmm. um, the experiences, um, sorry, I forgot we weren't one person. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the one experience that we one time. Um, so anyways, so we just want to try to share some of that knowledge and wisdom with y'all um, in the most loving way possible, uh, but also in the most firm way possible, possible, because uh, yeah. if you know us, we're going to be loving, but also firm as well. So, yeah. And I think like thinking about being firm, a lot of it is like, oh my gosh, that seems like really harsh. But when you think about it, if you're dating for marriage, mm-hmm. this is someone you're spending the rest of your life with mm-hmm. and you don't want to be with someone who doesn't love Jesus mm-hmm. or, or who isn't going to love you well or love you the way that God wants you to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like this is really important and also just knowing that we're speaking not from like, oh, we think this is best, but from mm-hmm. like our own experiences mm-hmm. of being like, mm-hmm. this is not good. God says that it's not good and mm-hmm. here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can get a lot from it of more looking for, like, God doesn't isn't just, like, don't dig this person or this person or this person. But he gives you an outline of, like, um, for us, like, godly guys mm-hmm. to look for. And so, like, that this is what I looked for when I was dating Aaron mm-hmm. um, or before I dated Aaron and how I knew, okay, I can say yes to this guy. Yeah. Um, or, and then even going forward and being like, okay, yes, I can see a future and I do want to marry him. And... Now being, it took about 24 yeah. hours to realize that. It just took about 24 hours, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aaron's just a really good guy, and so you can't, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Just kidding. Sorry, guys. No, I love Aaron. He's great. Um, but just talking about relationships makes Ellen yeah. go, like, sometimes. So. <laughs> I'm going to be serious, guys. I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> but I think it's just, like, really important when looking at it and knowing mm-hmm. that, like... I did the wrong thing, and we're coming at this from we don't want you to do the wrong yes. thing. We want you to do the right things and avoid all the heartbreak that we had to endure. Because yes. it's not fun. It's not. Nobody yeah. wants to deal with heartbreak. And so uh, the thing is, I'm like, oh, if I would have just listened, and I know people are out there like, oh, I guess I should listen, but I just like, it's really hard sometimes. So I'm just saying, don't be like me. And people say this all the time. People literally told me this all the time. They would be like, you just need like, I didn't take other people's advice, so you need to take my advice, and then I didn't take their <laughs> advice. So don't be like me who didn't take their advice, who is now giving advice, okay? I feel like we're going in a big circle here. I'm just saying, <laughs> I know how it goes. Yeah. Please don't be like me. <laughs> yeah, and so also something that Bayla touched on really briefly, uh, we are obviously coming from a point of view, a perspective of two women. Mm-hmm. Um. So the majority of, I would say like 75% of what we say is going to be talking about like what to look for Mm -hmm. as a Christian woman dating a Christian man. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is not to discount. So like if by some crazy chance you are a guy that's listening to this, um, welcome, surprise. Um, We also are going to have a lot of like biblical references that is going to be applicable to men and women so this isn't just a girl's show um so i just wanted to say that as well um but also just to note one term that we will be using i imagine in this episode is the term red flag um we'll be like red flag green flag standards you know relationship talk um and so i want to specify as well when we use the term red flag, we're 
not talking about like, oh, he wears his snapback hat on the very top of his head. Yeah. Or like, oh, he drives a truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> listen, <laughs> those are definitely things that I would not wish to happen (laughs) but (laughs) those things aren't deal breakers those aren't going to be what runs an entire relationship into the ground um and i will tell you also that the minute that you say like something like oh i would never date a guy with an earring that's the minute that god's gonna look over he's gonna pull out his little notebook he's gonna be like hey remember that that guy that we created just for her let's give him a piercing (laughs) so just keep that in mind as well um so anyways, just my point is those little things are not really what we're talking about. We're specifically talking about things or qualities that don't line up with the Bible's instructions on how we should date and who we should date. That's that's what we mean when we say red flag or green flag, yeah. the opposite. Yeah, and I think that's important too, like thinking about, like I hear a lot of times of people being like, oh, well, I like have a checklist for my guy and I mm. like or whatever and... Um, some things can be good on a checklist, um, but also some things, yeah. like, like, don't get out of hand, you know? I think that's just, you know, the yeah. point we make. Yeah, and I think, too, um, with the red flags, you're like, oh, like, I don't want a guy who looks like this, I don't want mm-hmm. a guy who looks like that, but, and that, like, is directly, like, going against, like, what mm-hmm. scripture says, because mm-hmm. in scripture it says, um man looks at outer appearance but the lord looks at the heart Mm -hmm. and so we want to be attracted to what god is attracted to and so when we're looking at um these red flags and green flags we are going to be looking at um like what the bible says and what god says about a godly man and if you are Mm -hmm. like we like you said if you are a man listening like a guy listening Mm -hmm. then this is like, oh, I need to check myself and mm-hmm. see if I, like, live up to these standards mm-hmm. that God has in the Bible for mm-hmm. me. And if not, like, you can... Same with girls. This. If you're yeah. a girl listening, it's also the same, like, standards that you should be meeting as well. So that, yeah, that's kind of what we're saying about, like, God. It, it applies to both. Like, standards yeah. to meet, standards to have. Yeah. And so I think the first one I kind of want to debunk is like the bug yeah oh, look at that word that's a big word <laughs> wow i didn't know you were gonna use that i know is like looking at like oh the appearance like he has to mm-hmm. be cute or if you're a guy she has to be cute or whatever um and so like obviously we're not um saying like you have to pick the ugliest girl in the room or the <laughs> ugliest guy in the room and date them that's not all hey, we're saying first will be last and last will be first <laughs> but like obviously like you want to be attracted to the person that you're dating mm-hmm. but it's like i said again like you need to look at yourself and be mm-hmm. like why am i not attracted to the things that god is attracted mm-hmm. to so at the end of this oh, and we have our special guest neptune in here who's being very crazy but <laughs> what's different neptune the dog by the way neptune the in dog. case i don't know if we've ever said his name yeah <laughs> anyways, just this, the, the dog, dog is here he's just being <laughs> crazy but that's normal um so why do i say that like appearance isn't something that should be like at the top of your list and that's just I mean it's like I said it's it's what God says God says he looks at the heart and so like if their heart is good and you're not like wow they're the Mm -hmm. most perfect like handsomest man in the world ever award like that's not like what you should be looking for and that is what our our eyes give Mm -hmm. us like make us think that like oh we have to like find him attractive on the outside first and Mm -hmm. then we'll want to get to know him Mm -hmm. but it's like the more you spend time with people and the more Mm -hmm. that you see them serving Mm -hmm. and um sharing the gospel and Mm -hmm. just learning about jesus the more you're going to find them attractive um and so they're like oh like I have this kind of type. My t- I like a guy with blonde hair or whatever your type might be, but like that God's not up in heaven making sure that they match your type. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's making sure that they match his type. They match his type, which mm-hmm. is someone who is chasing after him and mm-hmm. um, choosing to prioritize time with him mm-hmm. and church uh, and community with him. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think a lot can be said about that. For one, that is why we don't believe in love at first sight, unless it's with Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's kind of an inside joke between us. Yeah. But <laughs> for two, 
um yeah basically what Mayla was saying like attraction is something that like we're not saying you're not supposed to be attracted to the person you're dating that's not what we're saying at all we're not saying attraction is a bad thing we're just saying that attraction should be like attraction is not appearance per se you know attraction is deeper than that god created i think god blessed us with attraction like (laughs) (laughs) neptune just stuck his butt in my face um i think god blessed us with attraction um for who he calls us to be with um i think that it is a blessing that we can thank god for so we're not just dating these people that we find super unappealing and boring yeah but again it's deeper than appearances like it's a oh you're not so gross and cliche it's like a soul connection attraction and like maitland was saying like the more that you see them on fire for god like the closer they're walking to christ and towards christ at the same time as you the more attraction there's gonna be like it's just that that law of magnetism type thing yeah and i think too I've said this with students before, and everyone is always like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you'd ever even say that. And But it's something that I heard too, and I do think it's really good, so just bear with me for a minute. It's going to sound ridiculous and silly. Mm-hmm. But I've heard this before, and I just think that it's really good to per- put into perspective. But um, like for girls, we I don't think any of us are like, wow, we find 90-year-old men really attractive mm-hmm. like on the outside. like We just, like no one thinks that. But one day... If you live long enough, you'll be married to a 90-year-old man. Mm-hmm. And so you need more than just the physical attraction to keep the love, mm-hmm. like, going. And that mm-hmm. spark that mm-hmm. people talk about going. So it's more than just... Which we can talk about that, yeah. too. <laughs> it's more than just, like, what they look like. You have to make sure um, that they... Like, you, you have to have Jesus in the center mm-hmm. of it. And that's the important thing is because mm-hmm. if they love Jesus, they're going to love you well. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just going off of that, what Maitland said about that spark quote-unquote, that we hear a lot about these days about, like, well, I just want to be in love. I just want want fireworks, like, stuff like that. Again, that is something that God blesses us with in relationships. But as I've heard said so many times before, those are feelings, and human feelings are not consistent. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're not like, oh, I'm in love with this person – I'm going to be in love with them every single day for the rest of my life. That's not realistic. Love is a choice that we make every single day, Mm -hmm. regardless of spark or no spark, regardless of how annoyed you are that your partner didn't load the dishwasher or things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just life that happens. And so, again, like, that's another part of being in a Christian relationship is knowing that, uh, Jesus chooses us every single day, um, and he wants us to choose him every single day, and the same goes for when we're in a relationship. He also wants, after we choose him, us to choose our partner every single day, um, because, and I think that is really cool, too, because Mm -hmm. it, like, requires more effort and consciousness, um, I don't even know if that's a word, but, (laughs) um, conscientiousness that's a different thing um <laughs> I think you're right the first time i think okay <laughs> um that it's not just like a one and done but it's like i said like every day um and it's that commitment um which is also a big word in this society that we tend to be scared of mm-hmm. and that everyone's like well don't be devoted don't be committed mm-hmm. and also i think it's worth saying n- don't buy into that like yeah. that's so dumb like yeah. like sorry i know we said we weren't gonna be harsh but that's dumb like yeah. do not be oh there he goes he's saying amen <laughs> um <laughs> yeah do not be that person who's like well i'm not gonna get committed because uh that's scary because it is scary but like jesus is committed to us we should be committed to him and uh he displays um, his marriage with the church. And so in the same with our relationships, we have to be committed. Yeah, and I think um, going off of the we, 
like don't be committed. You don't want to seem too uh, eager or anxious. Like that, that is something that like culture says because you don't want to get like you don't want them to think you're too committed. And then we go back and forth of playing games. And like when mm-hmm. you're dating for marriage, you're <laughs> it's not about games. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what like we're not over here like playing games back and forth of like oh like he texted me I know he texted me but I'm gonna wait a certain amount of time to respond back to the back to him because I don't want him to think that I'm too anxious and I or oh I'm gonna wait make him wait or make her wait a couple days before I respond back because I don't want uh, them to think I'm too interested interested in them, and that's just not how like that's. That, Jesus can you, would, I was gonna say, can you imagine if, if you said that to Jesus? Yeah. If you're like, I'm not gonna text him back because he texted, he waited five minutes to text me, and so I'm gonna wait six hey, yeah. minutes to text <laughs> or, him. You can you imagine if you said yeah. that to Jesus? Or if Jesus did that to you, like no, like yeah. when you call out to Jesus, like he hears you and he's mm-hmm. there for you immediately. Like he doesn't. There's mm-hmm. no wait time with Jesus. Like he's just there. And so I'm not saying like as soon as someone texts you, you have to respond immediately back to them. Like, like you, if, like if you're doing something, like you can wait a minute to respond. Hence, to like if you're reading the Bible or praying or worshiping, you, you yeah, you <laughs> should, that is not the time that you should respond to someone. So maybe do wait six minutes in that instance. Um, yeah, Neptune agrees. Um, so I think like that's a good thing to think about too. Um, and something else that I think going into like okay I'm looking at dating someone and doing that dating for marriage mm-hmm. um so when I was looking at dating Aaron just looking in general I wanted someone who since I'm a girl I was looking for a man who was going to lead me well because mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. is the example for that and he leads the church well and so that was really important to me and so the a way that men can lead is they can lead in purity mm-hmm. so if someone is like trying to get you to cross boundaries mm-hmm. physically then that is a big red flag mm-hmm. like that's the biggest red flag because that's sh- he's showing me that like he does not honor mm-hmm. the covenant of mm-hmm. marriage um because, or you yeah because probably probably in that circumstance he's not gonna honor you if yeah. we're just being honest yeah and so like, there's a reason that God says that sex is for marriage. Mm-hmm. And, and like, science proves that. Like, there are things that um, go off in your brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're called because I don't. Endorphins? Yes. Endorphins <laughs> that go off in your brain that um, just make you connected to that mm-hmm. person in a deeper level where God mm-hmm. created that supposed to be just for... It's the fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fireworks. For, that we just said didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> for... Uh, a man and his wife and so like mm. it's only that's only supposed to happen in the marriage bed and so like with Aaron me and him had to have a conversation of like hey and I had to tell him like this is in my past mm-hmm. and um Aaron showed me like God's love and being like mm-hmm. that's not how God sees you and so that's mm-hmm. not how I see you and like so she displayed forgiveness in that way but then like immediately after that he's like okay so how can we set up things in place mm-hmm. to make sure that we aren't crossing lines mm-hmm. or going too far. So he was leading in purity by mm-hmm. setting up those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think too, like Aaron was also a leader in the way of being like, okay, I'm going to lead and being the one who is going to be intentional. Like he was very intentional with me from the start. And that's like the most important thing I would think like someone who's going to be intentional with you because God is intentional mm-hmm. with us. Like mm-hmm. he is, not ever playing games Mm -hmm. like we said but he also like he knows what he wants he like he just Mm -hmm. wants our attention he wants our time Mm -hmm. and so when Aaron was pursuing me um like I was it was never a question to me of does he like me does he not like me it was um I was always it was always very clear to me that he was interested and that he wanted to spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was the one who was like, hey, do you want to hang out? Mm-hmm. And here's the time and here's the place mm-hmm. and here's what we're going to be doing. Like it was mm-hmm. never like, hey, do you want to hang out sometime? Mm-hmm. Like that's very vague. It's like, yeah. hey, yeah. I would like to go on a hike with you at this time yeah. with these people and do mm-hmm. this and that or the other. Like he was very intentional mm-hmm. with that every single time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, which is a challenge sorry which is a challenge whether yeah 
uh, as a guy, I'm not a guy, so I'm not speaking from yeah. experience, but I know that that is a challenge to some guys of some personality um, and that for some guys, it's easier to be that initiator mm-hmm. um, and some guys it's harder um, if yeah. you're more introverted or just timid or, you know, whatever the case. Yeah. Um, I tend not to be confident in situations like that. So I totally empathize with that. Um, but it really is important. Yeah. Like Maitland saying that being intentional. Yeah. Um, and so I think like, it's like, I've heard all the time, like, if, like, I'm not saying the guy has to be the one to ask you out and he has to be the one. Sorry. That <laughs> <laughs> he Why? fell out of the bed. <laughs> but I'm not like, I'm not saying that he has to be the one to ask you out or he has to be the one to initiate the hangouts. Like you guys can't, like the girls can do that, Mm -hmm. but in the end, like you're picking your problems. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. if, uh, he's not going to be the one who initiates, then like, that's something you're going to see in your marriage, Mm -hmm. like later Mm -hmm. on where he's not going to initiate. Um, so I think that, um, that's an important factor to think about when we're thinking about uh who to date and so um and I like it is scary like Ellen's saying like it might be scary you might be scared of rejection but I mean what's the worst that's gonna happen like also that is Satan talking to you yeah like that fear and again we're not discounting the fear or the anxiety because we have had plenty of it I've had plenty of it but fear and anxiety are from Satan yeah, and so I think, like, <laughs> you, you like, what's the worst that could happen? You ask a girl, a girl out, and she says no. Like, it's not the end of the world. There's not really any emotional attack. Like, you might like her, but I mean, it's worth it. It's worth a shot to say, "Hey, will you go out with me?" Then, and her say no. Then for you to like wonder and wonder for months what could have been, and make up this whole dream scenario in your mind. Um, and for um, the girls, like, this is what I have to say to the girls. And Ellen hates when I say this, so, but I'm going to say it anyways. If a guy asks you out and he's a good, godly Christian guy, <laughs> I <hate when> <laughs> say yes. Like, go on two dates. <laughs> my, I say go on two dates because, I mean, you can go on one date. If it wasn't great, let, give him the benefit of the doubt and say maybe he was having an off day. The second date, if it still doesn't go well, say, you have to be clear. Like, you have to be clear and say, I do not want to go out with you again. Like, you I can say it. variable, though, because sometimes, like, if you go on a date with a guy, he might have an off day, but he also might be displaying some really serious Yeah. Problems. Like, if, he, if you feel unsafe, like, I yes. don't feel. So, I think it, it I, like, <laughs> I support Malin and what she's saying, but I also think that it. <laughs> It can depend on who yes, you're dating. I think it, it, it varies on the situation and the person. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I mean, like, as women, like, we have to give guys, like, the ability to, like, have a chance with us. So if the guy is going to be willing to step out of his comfort zone and ask you on a date or ask for your number, like, say yes. And if, like, and just be clear. That's the, mm-hmm. like... It's so, so, so important because you don't want a marriage where, like, you don't know what he's thinking. She do- he doesn't know what you're thinking. Like, you have to know what each other are thinking. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be clear on both mm-hmm. sides. So mm-hmm. the guy is going to be clear in saying, this is where I see this relationship going. That's what the guy should do. And the girl should be clear in being like, I agree, or saying, I don't agree. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not see this going the same place or wherever. And the guy needs to be clear and like, Hey, I do think we should continue to pursue this, or I don't think we should continue to pursue this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there has to be open communication on both parts. But I yeah. also want to uh, re reaffirm what she said um, in the first part. That was like, if it's a good guy, you can do this. It's not like just any guy who says like, let's go on a hike on this day. That we're not saying like you have to say yes to any guy. It's like a you've checked the references, you've like had at least one conversation. Like you 
know something about the guy. Um, it, we're not just saying blanket statement. Any guy that asks you on a date, you have to go on a date with. We are specifying a good guy that is clearly and evidently walking with Christ. And it's the same for guys. Uh, if If there's a good girl who is evidently walking with Christ, like Maitland said, and you'd like ask her out if you want to ask her out, you know? So, so, but I did want to restate that so that y'all didn't skip over that first part that she said, making sure it is a good, good godly option that you've checked references for and all that. And I think that's where people like go wrong. They're like, well, Maitland said, and I'm not saying that Maitland said the first guy that popped into my DMs. (laughs) And that's not it. And like, I see so many girls like falling for guys or thinking that they like, should date like this one guy because he went to church this one time or they think that he goes to like that's not Mm -hmm. what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about Mm -hmm. like this guy needs to be committed to jesus Mm -hmm. like not just church on sunday but every other day of the week he's doing Mm -hmm. whatever he wants to do like he loves jesus and Mm -hmm. he's going to um obey and abide in god's word Mm -hmm. and what um God is calling him to do. And I think that's really just to say, whether you're a guy or a girl, your heart for Christ is going to show. It should show, at least. So that's what we're trying to say Mm -hmm. is like, if you're a girl, you should be looking for a guy who, whose heart for Jesus just shows so abundantly. Mm -hmm. You should also have a heart for Jesus that Mm -hmm. shines really abundantly that he can see and likewise go, oh, look at her heart for Jesus. So it should be a mutual, like, again, we will restate the, if you're running after Christ and he's running after Christ or vice versa, mm-hmm. if you're a he and she's running after Christ, you know, and then y'all are going to look over and be like, oh, hey, look at that. Like Christ, Christ led us to each other on, mm-hmm. on our journey to him. Yeah. And I think something else that people really hate when I say, but I think it's so important. They Maitland, don't. Maitland's just roasting herself. Nec- necessarily, <laughs> they don't necessarily hate when I say it, but they don't like it. <laughs> Maitland, every other second. Everyone hates when I speak. <laughs> well, I used to get so mad at other people when they said this too. <laughs> I'm looking right. at Ellen right now, guys, because she used to say the same things to me, so... And this one would have kept me out of a lot of trouble if I would have done this one. So, this is the most important thing. Okay. So, you need to be in community Mm -hmm. and dating in community. Mm -hmm. What I mean Mm -hmm. by that is the people in your community should know the guy that you're dating. Mm -hmm. And they should celebrate the relationship. Mm -hmm. They should not be like, I don't know about this. He doesn't seem like a great guy. There should not be any hesitation of like... Uh, oh, you're you're talking to him? Okay. Yeah. Like, that's not what should be happening. And the, th- the reason I say this could have saved me so much trouble is because literally everyone in my last relationship, they were like, don't, you should not date this guy. This is not a good guy. Don't date this guy. It's not a good relationship. And over and over again, but I was like, I was being the Maitland who liked the control herself. And I was like, but I know him. And they're like, Yes, but you are, like we talked about before, you have these, like, love goggles on and you can't see Mm -hmm. past all this love. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) you're just so consumed by this love that you can't see all the bad things Mm -hmm. that we see going on. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's not going down a good path. You guys aren't honoring the Lord in your relationship and you just need to, like, break it off. Mm Um, so... Listen, listen, listen to your friends and your people, like, who are telling you these things. And your parents. Like, I I know some people, like, it might be different for different situations. But for me, like, my parents were looking out for my best interest. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this is not good, Maitland. And you mm-hmm. know it's not good. And I knew it, too. But mm-hmm. I just didn't want, like, there were so many things that, mm-hmm. like, I could have, like, that went into that. But mm-hmm. my parents had my best interest at heart. And God does, too. And that's why his word is very clear about the man that you should date mm-hmm. um, and look for when you're looking to marry someone. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good point just in general is listening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, discernment and listening, but listening. 
Because Maitland's like Maitland's saying, like listening to your friends and the references they have uh, to your community, to your parents, your family, um, those close to you, those who have your best interest in mind, um, listening to your church, um, listening to God, listening mm-hmm. to yourself, like God's going to be speaking in you in a relationship. And so like Maitland said, like she knew, yeah. she knew in her relationship that she wasn't supposed to be in that relationship. She could hear God speaking, um, but she just wasn't listening at the time. Um, and so you have to listen. You have to listen to people around you, to what God's speaking to you. Um, just don't listen to Satan is the only thing that I was say, yeah. which that's going to go for everything. Don't yeah. be listening to him anyways. But Yeah, and so I took that from... First Timothy mm-hmm. uh, three verse seven, and just uh, just talking about like elders and mm-hmm. um, so obviously like someone who's leading the church, and so the reason that that matters is because if they can lead God's church, then they can lead you as mm-hmm. a woman of God, mm-hmm. and so it says moreover he must be well thought of by outsiders, and so mm-hmm. you want to listen to your community. Um, but it's also important to ask your community. And that was a really important thing when I was dating Aaron um, and something that I did because I didn't do it well in my relationship before Aaron. So before I even thought anything about Aaron, when I was kind of like, he's been messaging me. And so I think maybe he likes me. I asked someone and I was like, what do you think about this guy? And the friend who I was at uh, dinner with, she was like, oh my gosh, Aaron's the best ever. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. and everyone thinks highly of him and still does. And he is like, like, he's awesome and great. And so, um, like listening to people is really important. And it's Mm -hmm. also important to ask and seek counsel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Counsel. And if you want to hear more about counsel and community, we got other episodes. Yeah. (laughs) But also read Esther. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just read the just, Bible. Yeah, but also... <laughs> Which we also have an episode on. <laughs> yeah, just read that. Yeah. Um, so kind of to go off of that, to, to kind of um, transition into biblical advice on this subject, I have a whole list of Bible passages that talk about Christian relationships and who you should be looking for um, when you're a Christian and you're dating um, and kind of just like what they say about it. Um, and I'm not going to read the specific passage because there are several of them, but I would really encourage you guys to look up the passage that I list, um, on your own to, to read them because they're just really important and they have helped me a lot in, in my journey to like figuring out what to look for. Um, so just starting with the first one I have down is Proverbs 31, 10 through 11. Mm-hmm. And so basically what this passage talks about is God calls you to be with someone who has full confidence in you. Mm-hmm. This is pretty straightforward, but um, it is one of the verses that is like, how is the person treating you? Like, how are they viewing you? How are they valuing you? Um, because we aren't supposed to be with someone who is going to, look down on us or treat us badly or like not value us. Um, so it is important that we know our worth in Christ and know, um, whether someone is, um, reaffirming that worth or denying it and making you feel less than that. Um, so be with someone who has full confidence in you. Ephesians four, two and three God calls you to be with someone who is humble, gentle, patient, and eager to maintain the unity of the spirit. So the first few there, uh, fruit of the spirit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) humbleness, gentleness, patience. Um, You want to be with someone who is bearing fruit um, because if you're with someone who's not bearing fruit, then, you know, eventually you're going to stop bearing fruit too. Um, So, but if you're with someone constantly who you do see bearing fruit, you're going to be you know, it's, you're just going to push each other mutually. Um, and so obviously those, the fruit of the spirit are super important to look for in someone. Um, but that last part there is super important too, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit. And I think this gets a lot of Christian couples, um, this unity of the spirit piece, because for one, you should have God at the center of your relationship. Um, so the person that you're with, again, to kind of go back to, 
you need to have your personal relationship with God. They need to have their personal relationship with God. Um, so they should want to be in unity with the spirit themselves. They should want your relationship to be in unity with the spirit. Um, they should want God to be in the center as much as you want God to be in the center. Um, they should also want, also want kind of the same, but to word it differently, the unity of the spirit to be in your relationship, meaning they just want unity. You know, like I feel like, Christian couples really start to unravel when it when there is division mm-hmm. and that lack of unity, um, which is, again, a game of Satan's. Um, and so just someone who is going to be eager to maintain unity with the Spirit and their personal relationship with Christ, um, unity with the Spirit in your relationship, and unity with you in your relationship. Um, I think that's super important. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, everyone probably knows this passage because it's probably on your mom's kitchen wall or something. Um, So this is the love is kind, love is patient. I did them the wrong word. Love is patient, love is kind. Um, So this basically tells us God wants us to be with someone who loves not only you, but others in the way that Jesus loves us. So this passage, we always take it, we always take it and apply it to weddings and like romantic relationships, which yes, mm-hmm. but ultimately it is a display. It is a model of how Christ loves the church. Christ is patient in love. He is kind in love. He is all those things that are listed in love. And so this is where it comes in with the person that you're pursuing um, should also be following that model of Christ's love for the church and uh, their love for you. Um, and others again, because, you know, it shouldn't be that relationship where you're like, well, he's, he's awful to others, but he has a soft spot for me. That's not cute. Okay. It's not. (laughs) It's not. Also, that's a red flag. Red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. And then Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, God calls us to be with someone who spurs us towards love and good deeds Mm -hmm. and encourages us. Um, Again, that last part encourages us. That's pretty straightforward. Goes again with uh, that you guys should be uplifting each other, supporting each other, encouraging each other in Christ. Um, but spurring you towards love and good deeds is really important too. So again, you don't want to be with someone who is putting you down, making you feel less than you are. Um, that's not supportive. That's not gonna. That's not gonna push you to be a better person. Like you want someone who's gonna be like not in the cliche way of like you don't want like oh they're my better half because you don't got a better half okay it's just jesus is the whole okay (laughs) that's it stop talking about halves um we want to be made whole in jesus but you do want someone who is going to be able to just encourage you to be more in christ uh to be to be better um because we know that in Christ we are being perfected. Um, and so someone who encouraged you to, to do that. First um, John 4.12, God calls us to be with someone who loves us with a heart that God, sorry, not with a heart, who loves us with a love that God can reside and be made full in. This one really, really got me um, when I first made this list and is really, really speaks to me still. Um, I've been in relationships where I have just been able to know God's not in this relationship. You know, like whether it's the whole relationship or whether it's just like a season in the relationship and just having that guilt and shame and, and knowing like this is not the way that we are acting in this relationship right now is not god ordained it's not blessed it's not a relationship that i would invite god into Mm -hmm. because of just what's going on um and so that is really important in in making sure that your relationship is bringing glory to god Mm -hmm. and is like maitland kind of touched on earlier with like the purification and just like you know having the boundaries and and just just in general, you know, both of you chasing after God and having a godly relationship um, where you would, like where you are inviting God into your relationship. Because you should be, as Christian couples, inviting God into your relationship every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you don't want to be in a relationship where you would not do that. Mm-hmm. 
Ruth 1, 16 and 17, God wants us to be with someone who entreats us not to leave them and who you would want to go anywhere with. Again, that last part is pretty straightforward, but that first part, who entreats you not to leave them. I think we see the opposite of that in our society a lot. I think something that I have heard way too often in young couples especially is one of them or both of them will just constantly have the threat of leaving, hold that over the other's head. Um, when they get in a fight, they'll be like, okay, well then just break up with me. Why don't you just dump me? Like, why don't you just walk away? That should not ever be a thing. You should not be with someone who at the drop of a pen is going to dare you, challenge you to leave them. Like that is not healthy. And that is not like, if you think about, again, Jesus's relationship with the church, like, was there ever a time where Jesus was like, leave me? No. Like, he pursued the church. He he wanted them to come to him. He follow wanted, me. yeah, follow me, be with me, stay with me. Um, so that is not, that is not Jesus-based. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, I have Romans 12, 10. God calls us to be with someone who is devoted to us and honors us above themselves. Um, so again, we kind of talked about that devotion part, that committed part, um, two words that we are usually scared of in this culture um but it's right there in the bible so there you go and if you think about how devoted and committed christ is to us um there you go and then honors you above themselves as well and that's just again talking about like what the bible says about like putting others before you um loving oh my gosh what am i saying (laughs) I went on this whole thing just to like crash and burn in the last second. (laughs) Loving others above yourself. Anyways, again, just a model of Christ's love. Um, So those are really important things. Um, And to point out, these are the, this, this is the standard. Okay. Mm -hmm. This is biblical. This is the biblical standard. Um, So I just want to also say like, we did talk earlier a little bit about like, oh, like, don't get ridiculous with your red flags. But I do want to say we're not saying, like, don't have high standards. Yeah, We want you to have high standards. You should have high standards because mm-hmm. Christ gives us high, high standards. standards. Like, all these things in the Bible, the standard that it gives for Christian couples, dating, marriage, um, that's the gold standard. And, like, that's the perfect standard. And we're not saying that you're going to be perfect. The person that you're dating is going to be perfect because that's not the case. But again, in Christ, we are being perfected. And so if your relationship has Christ in it, is in Christ, then it will also be perfected up to this standard. Um, but going forward, like that is, these are, the Bible gives us a standard and that's yeah. it. <laughs> like that's the gist of it. And so don't let anyone tell you not to have high standards. Yeah. And I think too, like that's something that people are like, well, like, we're just dating, and so, like, it's not that big of a deal. But the thing is, like, people stay in relationships way longer in the just dating phase and let mm-hmm. things go by. But this, like, dating is the interview. It's mm-hmm. the interview. Like, if you um, are going in for a job, like, you're bringing your best to your interview. And the interview is for marriage. And mm-hmm. so, like, as you're dating someone... If there are red flags and there are Mm -hmm. big red flags, you just need to walk away before Mm -hmm. you get too emotionally invested or Mm -hmm. until you get married and you're in an unhappy marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, you need to listen to the red flags Mm -hmm. and you need to just be conscious of them and listen to them. Don't just be like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to listen to um, those red flags and and know that like it's like it's not three strikes you're out in dating it's one strike you're out Mm -hmm. because it's it's the interview it's Mm -hmm. are you a good fit for marriage um and ultimately like that's marriage is supposed to be showing god's relationship Mm -hmm. to us and Mm -hmm. so you're interviewing someone that's going to reflect christ's love and so if you want to do that well you need to find a good Mm -hmm. mate that's going to do that um so like it's just like it's really imp- it's it is really important mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. the ultimate thing is just like you're giving the glory to the Lord and you want someone who's going to come alongside you and mm-hmm. give the glory to God in mm-hmm. your marriage. Yeah. Um and I think it's really easy to like 
speaking to our younger listeners. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I just said speaking to our younger <laughs> Speaking to you guys. <laughs> hey, students. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's really easy at that age to be like, I'm not ready for marriage. Like, why would I date to marry then if I'm not? Date. Exactly. So <laughs> if you're not ready for marriage, then what makes you think that you're ready for dating? Yeah. Spoiler alert, you're not. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's, like, that is the thing. Like, yeah. we talk about dating for marriage, and a lot of times people are like, well, I could see myself marrying. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. I'm not saying, can you see yourself marrying them? I'm saying, are you ready to marry this person? And for guys, that's, are you ready to lay your life down mm-hmm. for someone else the way that mm-hmm. Jesus laid his life down for the church? And wives, are you going to honor and respect mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. Um, as head of the household and mm-hmm. um, just support him and encourage him as mm-hmm. the wives are called to do? And so, like, that is really important. Are you ready to be a helper wife? Because that's, mm-hmm. like, that is what we were made. Just, like, the spirit is the helper in the mm-hmm. trinity. The wives are also the helper um, in marriage. And so, like, are you ready mm-hmm. to be married? And if you're like, I can't, I'm not getting married anytime soon, then you should not then don't date. date. Yeah. Like, it's... Don't even look at nobody. No. And people think that, like, that's really harsh. And I'm like, I... Why would you set yourself up for something that's just going to end in heartbreak? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not ready to date, don't date someone. And if the person that you're looking at dating isn't ready for marriage, then don't date them. Like, that's mm-hmm. setting yourself up for fa- failure before it even begins. And I'm a big fan, big, big, big fan of short engagements, short dating. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think that we were meant to date for this long. Mm-hmm. Dating's new anyways. Like it doesn't say dating anywhere mm-hmm. in the, uh, Bible. So it's a new kind of idea, but God gives us outlines mm-hmm. and like, we're just not let, we're not supposed to let mm-hmm. those passions build for mm-hmm. so long. Like that's just not, um, God's best for us. Mm-hmm. And so like date, date fast, get engaged fast and date get fast. married. <laughs> date fast. If it's ordained. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I will, yeah, I will add on to that too. Um, this is never talked about anymore. So I'm going to feel like a grandmother even saying this word. But there's a difference between courting and dating. Mm-hmm. And so if you are young and someone is pursuing you and you're pursuing them and it, you feel it's godly ordained, look into courting. Ask your parents or mm-hmm. church leader. Look it up um, because that there is a difference there. Um, so we're not necessarily saying like, Hey, if you meet someone at 16, they're either not for you or you have to get married at 16. You can get to know someone in a community setting. Mm -hmm. Like again, like courting is still a thing. Like it's not dead guys. Um, that's just an addition that I wanted to make so that you guys don't aren't confused. But, um, if you have anything else that you want to, I don't think I have anything else. I think that I... I think I said everything that I could That everybody hates when you say it? I think I said everything that everybody hates when I say it. Um, But I do, like, I just want to reiterate, like, take what we're saying and, um, like, you can, like, take what we're saying and run it through the Bible. Like, always Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. But, like, then follow the advice that you're given. Like, Mm -hmm. when you, if you look it up and it is scripturally based and we've given you scripture to prove that. But you can go look it look it up for yourself but like follow the advice like our my desire and I know our desire me and mine and Ellen's desire is for you guys to have health healthy mm-hmm. thriving relationships and marriages yeah. like you guys desire that so we desire mm-hmm. that for you also Christ desires that for yeah. us so it's like <laughs> we're not out here trying to ruin your fun like <laughs> we want you to have those good thriving relationships mm-hmm. and so to do that we just want you to date the best way mm-hmm. possible and to have the best guy possible i don't want you guys or students or anyone coming crying to me because of heartbreak like mm-hmm. that's the worst ever and i don't mm-hmm. want you guys to feel that so i'm mm-hmm. da- like date intentionally mm-hmm. and date someone who's going to date you intentionally yeah to kind of go off of that and to wrap us up um we well i hope Maitland might be okay with this, but (laughs) we hope that you are not ending the episode with feelings of anger Mm -hmm. or, or hurt. Um, it's not our goal (laughs) to crush your hopes and dreams. Um, if the person that you are talking to or pursuing or dating, uh, doesn't meet these standards or shows some of these red flags, we're not trying to ruin your life, uh, by saying that you need to break up or walk away from that Mm -hmm. because we know speaking from personal experience, how scary it can be 
to choose to walk by these standards rather than just settling for someone who is available um, and who is just mildly interested or whatever the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that it can feel very daunting to walk away from a situation that feels safe like that. We know doubts that can flood in. We know the thoughts of, well, if this person were, well, I know that this isn't a great situation or I know this person isn't up to these standards, but what if I walk away from them and then don't ever find anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, we get that. <laughs> I, I get that. Yeah. I've been there. I've been the question of what if this is all I get? Mm-hmm. And I just want to tell you that it's not. Mm-hmm. Those are lies that the enemy enemy tells you because he loves tempting us with ease um, and with easy situations because he knows that far too often we will choose what is easy over what takes more time mm-hmm. um, and effort and energy. Yeah. So, yes, frankly, we are telling you to get out of a situation that doesn't meet these standards. Mm-hmm. But we do also sympathize and empathize with how scary it can be to do that. Um, so we just want to remind you that God is faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't give or take away anything in vain. He's faithful and he's, he's taking, or you taking that step of faith is not going to change how faithful he is. Um, in fact, you t- taking that step of faith is, if anything, going to improve your chances of being rewarded for obedience. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was just the last thing that I wanted to, um, end with and let y'all know is that we love you guys and also we're gonna be firm with you guys yes and i think next (laughs) week we should do an episode on singleness and talk about that because i know we're just talking about dating but now we're gonna talk about singleness and how to do that get that uno reverse card yeah (laughs) ellen has a lot to say about that uno (laughs) no about singleness guys yeah i knew that's what you were saying but i was was trying to hurt my feelings okay we're gonna talk about how singleness is really good okay Paul was single too so. yeah 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 okay and that's what i'm talking about okay okay <laughs> I just being like, let's talk about how i was single guys i honestly didn't know what you're talking about and then i remember okay yeah we wait you guys <laughs> i think that's enough i think we're getting believers it's time to wrap up episode. i think this is our longest episode yep i'm say? proud of us and okay. i hope that people have listened to all of it <laughs> yeah if you listen this long and you're our students we love you and we're happy that you listened you were loved and you were sent <laughs> no but also <laughs> send this to a friend send because a friend. i think this could be good accountability or who you're talking to Ooh, be like hey be be- before we facetime tonight i have a podcast that you need to listen yeah, to. yeah but just make sure they stop it before they get to this point and the, uh, oh. <laughs> quiz and then make a make a quizlet so that you make sure that they actually listen exactly, to it guys. ask them all the be, be like okay what's the, what's their name uh, maylin because she's taller <laughs> and it's longer uh, anyways anyways we need to end this now <laughs> before we say anything that else is embarrassing <laughs> anyways you guys are loved and sent <laughs>